0: Hello, welcome to another podcast. So today's topic is going to be about people-pleasing and, you know, just putting others before you and not trusting your own intuition because it's been brought to my awareness more in my current timeline of how I'm still people-pleasing and I really want to free myself from that because, man, is a it draining. <laughs> it's, you know, I think a lot of empaths, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, a lot of empaths feel so tired all the time and we're like, why are we so tired? And a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us are always giving our energy to other people or we're manipulating our energy because something that triggered me recently was hearing people talk about people pleasers. And these people struggled with people pleasing themselves, right? But they talked about how people pleasing is a way of manipulation. And that was like, wait a minute. Mm -mm. Nope, (laughs) that's wrong. (laughs) Deny, deny, trigger, trigger. And then I thought about it and I listened to them and I tried to open myself up to this possibility and I'm still sitting with it. I'm, you know, I'm not completely, I haven't, come to a complete conclusion, but it does make sense in some aspects. It's not that people people please with an ill intent, right, a negative intent, but it can be a selfish intent because we change our energy, the way that we talk, the way that we do things to make other people happy or to make other people like us, even if we're not being in our true authentic energy. So that was like a hard pill for me to swallow. Maybe it is for you too, but I think it's interesting. And this was the analogy I got yesterday because I realize that I still do it sometimes. I kind of, it's almost like walking on eggshells around everybody because I wanna make sure everybody is comfortable, everybody's having a good time. You know, especially when you're an empath, you're super sensitive. So you pick up on people's energies. So it's easy to get caught up in that, right? If someone's around you and they're not feeling well, you pick it up very quickly. And then we, you know, we want to solve the problem. Like, well, how can I fix it? What can I say? What can I do to make that person feel better when it's not our responsibility? I'm not saying that, you know, it's a bad thing to want to make someone feel better. It's not. But when we devote too much of our time to that, too much of our energy where it's a constant thing that obviously is going to suck our life force away, right? It's going to um, kind of pull the energy away from ourselves. And, you know, it's all about finding the balance in life, right? So anyways, this analogy was, you know, when somebody, say you're hosting a party and you're getting your house ready And, you know, everyone starts to come in, you have your snacks out, and you have the right music playing, and you want to make sure everyone has a good time because this is your party, you're hosting, right? This is like game on. (laughs) And so if people after, you know, an hour or two, you realize they're not having a good time or somebody's upset and they're crying in the bathroom or something, like you, you, you want to fix it right? You're the host. You want to make sure everyone's having a good time. And I feel like empaths are like the host of the party, like all the time. We take on this role to try to make sure everybody's feeling okay. And that everybody has what they need. And everybody feels comfortable. Right? And we just, we take on this responsibility that we don't need to take on. (laughs) We just do it. We grew up in an environment where we learned how to do that. We learned how to make people feel better because maybe we had to, right? Maybe we felt we had to because maybe we had a parent or a sibling or some type of caregiver that lived their life in a lot of stress or fear or what have you. There can be so many different dynamics, which I'm not going to get into all of that, but regardless of the situation, we grew up with that. So as we grow older, we're kind of used to Being that, and I feel like for me, it's very subconscious that I do this, that I want to make everybody feel better. And so I've been so aware of this, right, lately, because as we go down our spiritual journey, our awareness heightens, our intuition gets stronger, and then all of a sudden we start to see things that we didn't see before. So even though I've, I've worked through a lot of my people-pleasing tendencies, and I'm sure a lot of you have too, if you're, if you relate to this topic, you know, I don't always just say yes to anybody that's demanding my time and energy. And I, I, you know I've learned how to set up boundaries, and I've, I've learned so many different ways to put myself first. But I think subconsciously, you know, when we're sitting at the dinner table with a group of friends or with our family, we might subconsciously be feeling, is everybody like comfortable? How can I make this, the conversation go smoothly? How can I, what can I say to, you know, make this a really nice dinner? I think we we put some sort of pressure on ourselves subconsciously in situations like that, in like group settings or, you know, at work where we just want to make everybody feel good and that's at the expense of ourselves. I also think it's so powerful to be able to sit with people in their discomfort and not try to fix it because as people pleasers and empaths, a lot of us have the ability to help people. We've learned at a young age, so we're good at making people feel better and we like to utilize that talent, right? And that's that's a good thing. That's great that we have that urge. But also, I think, you know, I actually learned this in my last relationship. I was on the phone with my boyfriend at the time, and he was upset about something. And I was getting frustrated because I didn't know how to fix it. And I was trying to fix it. I was like, well, you could do this, or you could do that, or you could do that. And he was like, he was like, Megan, I'm not trying to just fix it. Like, I just want you to sit with me. And I was like, what, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what's the point, what's, what is the point? And he's like, you know, I don't need to solve the problem right now. I just wanna sit with this discomfort. And I realized that that was hard for me to do. It was hard for me to sit there and just not try to fix something. I was <laughs> like, wait, what do you mean? And over time since that happened, that happened like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight months ago. I've I've paid attention to that. Because sometimes people just want you to sit with their pain. And, you know, it's important to express your pain and feel in pain. And we're not supposed to feel good all the time. Right? We know that. But I think as empaths, we feel that bad energy, if you want to call it, or those lower vibrational energies, we feel them more intensely. So that I feel like it brings more discomfort. So it brings more motivation to us to want to fix it, want to change it, want to raise the vibration. So I think in being an empath and a people pleaser, it's really important for us to learn how to just be okay with people being in pain and let them express their pain and feel their pain. If they're having an off day, let them have an off day and sit with them in that pain. And let them keep their pain. Don't try to absorb it. Don't try to take it on and try to change them like something's wrong with them. Because nothing's wrong with being in pain. It's uncomfortable and it sucks, but there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes I imagine when and I use this metaphor a lot with my clients because I, I work with a lot of healers in my sessions. And it's like when we go to help somebody, we have the spiritual tool belt, I call it, right? The spiritual tool belt. And on the spiritual tool belt, we have all of these tools that people can use to, to help improve their life, right? All of these things that they can do, whether it's meditation or journaling or mantras, walking in nature, take a salt bath. Uh, read this book, you know, whatever it is. These are all the tools that we have that we've used. And a lot of the times when people come up to us, we just want to give them all the tools because we're excited because we're like, these tools work and I have the tools. Here, this will fix it, This this will fix it. And I think that's great, but I think we have to realize that sometimes we need to keep the tools away. Sometimes we just need to be there. We just need to show love, compassion, and listen, and let that person express themselves. If an opportunity comes where it makes sense to share one or two of the tools, then sure, share them, but not reaching for that tool belt right away, right? Utilizing, just creating a safe space for somebody, for them to fully express themselves in the moment of how they feel and sitting with it. That's so powerful. It seems like you're not doing anything, right? It's like, well, what's the point of that? But <laughs> like, I'm not, I could fix it. But some people don't want to be fixed and they don't want to feel like a project. They just want to be her. I remember my mother, she's beautiful and I love her so much. She's so much compassion and love. But like myself, she's also a people pleaser. And I remember a couple of weeks ago I was at her house, and it was right when I—it right after I, um, me and my boyfriend broke up, so I was telling her about it. And she had a hard time listening, and she was very uncomfortable, and she was kind of looking to the side, and then she changed the subject, which I didn't, it didn't bother me. I thought it was kind of weird, but it didn't bother me. And then she came back to it, and she was like, well, I just don't know how to make it better. I don't know what to do. Like, she had this frustration, right, because she's like, I just want to fix you. Like, I want to get you out of this energy of being sad, even though I told her that I was okay, you know, and I really was. Like, (laughs) I was sad, but I was okay, because, yeah, I knew that I was way better off. (laughs) And I told her, I said, I don't need you to fix it, Mom. I said, I just want you to validate my experience and... Just give me love and give me a space, that's all. And her her look on her face was really confused because it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to her. She was just like, but that's not fixing it. Like, what is that gonna do, you know? But I realized that I've done that a lot in, in my past and that's something I'm working through is like, you know, not just trying to make someone feel better because that's what we think we're supposed to do on this planet, like we're just supposed to feel good right? Because feeling bad sucks. So we're supposed to feel good. We're supposed to make other people feel good. And while that's true to an extent, that's true to an extent, I'm not saying it's bad to make people feel good. I think it's bad when we prioritize that above just sitting with somebody in their pain when they need that the most. So, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm living with my brother at the moment, and I just love him. He's created such a safe space for me here in his home, and his wife is beautiful, and their child is beautiful, and I feel really blessed to be here while I'm doing all this healing and growing my business. And the other day, I could tell Michelle was, I could feel her energy. She was tired. She looked tired. She looked upset about something. And you know, part of me was like, so this was almost like subconscious, because I didn't really realize it till afterwards, was like, oh my gosh, how can I make her feel better? You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, what can I do? Like, I, like, it's my job, right? I'm the hero. I'm this, you know, empath, this psychic medium, but I need to come in and save the day. And I stopped myself. And I just let her be and she was busy anyways doing stuff so it's not like she had time to talk she wasn't con- coming to me for help it wasn't like a situation like that it was just she was doing her thing i was doing my thing and i just stopped and i just let her be and there was part of me that felt conflicted like well i i'm supposed to help her but i think just paying attention to that paying attention bringing the awareness to that because that's something that i'm doing I realize every time I sit at the dinner with my brother, his wife, and his child that I'm trying to be the host of the party. I'm trying to make the dinner go really well and be like, you know, oh, life is great. It's just like this facade sometimes we can put on to try to change the energy, to try to, like, manipulate the energy. Now, I think empaths are beautiful. I'm an empath. I know a lot of empaths. I think wanting to help people is a beautiful thing. I'm not trying to diss the empath. Like, I am one, and I love myself. (laughs) But we do give our power away too much, right? And we know that. I feel like a lot of you listening, you know that. So how can we take our power back? Some of it's going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes we have to sit with the discomfort, sit with other people's discomfort, even though we can feel it really intensely. Sometimes we feel it as if it's our own pain. And I'm still learning how to be able to do that and show compassion and give someone a safe space. So anyways, how long have I been talking? 16 minutes. What else do I want to talk about? I feel like this podcast should go a little bit longer. I wish on podcasts people could leave comments. Like I'm so used to making YouTube videos where I can connect with people. And, you know, maybe it's a good thing. It's good probably to have a platform where you don't get feedback. You just kind of wing it and you just do whatever. It It does kind of, I guess, relieve the pressure, right? When you can just make something and... You just, you know how many people listen to it, but you don't really know. There's no like thumbs up or thumbs down button. At least I haven't found that. There's no like, you know, feedback. You just make it and see what happens. Um. So, yeah, this is my third podcast. I had two more. And I like how I can just make these in my bed. And yeah, so let's talk about a struggle, another struggle I've been dealing with. When I say struggle, I say I say it in a good way because it's like struggle is lesson. It's what I'm learning. It's the te- the teachings, It's the school that I'm a part of, right? I'm in class right now. I had a client the other day where she was going through a lot and I was like, you know, earth is a school and there's classroom. But I said, girl, you're, you right now, you're in boot camp. <laughs> That's what I say when I see people going through it and there's a lot, I'm like, you're in boot camp right now. She laughed, but sometimes it's true. I think we're always learning, we're always growing depending on where we're at in the different stages that we experience. Sometimes we're just in class. Sometimes we're in boot camp. Sometimes we're on vacation. (sighs) I'm going on vacation tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> I, I have not been on a trip in like a year so I'm excited I'm going back to LA and it's interesting because I feel like I'm closing out this cycle this major cycle which makes sense right now I'm I'm recording this podcast in March so it's March 2021 and we're coming to the end of in like astrology I don't know astrology terms we're coming at the end of the year, basically, in astrology, because Aries is, like, the first sign. So we're going into spring. We're going to spring equinox, and I feel like I'm closing out the cycle, and I feel like I'm, I've am i been pulled back to L.A. to, like, completely close out the cycle because I haven't been to L.A. since I lived there, which was nine about nine months ago. And I feel like it's going to be so different because I've changed so much seeing all my old friends and where I used to live. It's just gonna be crazy. Now I'm just rambling, I think. <laughs> I'm just rambling. I guess I'll just leave it at that. Well, actually, just give me a minute. Let me see if there's any channel message to come through for all of you. I feel like a lot of you are closing out cycles we go through multiple cycles in our life and I feel like a lot of you listening are closing out a big cycle and it can feel really heavy and dense at times. It can feel kind of overwhelming. And also when we're closing out cycles, I feel like tied into that, it's kind of like it's it's really exciting when our awareness is higher and our intuition is higher. Like we all want to like gain more intuition, right, and improve on our spiritual gifts and our psychic abilities. But sometimes when that happens, the first thing that happens is we start to see stuff that we didn't know was there completely, and it's hard to, it's hard to see, it's hard to accept. It's, it's difficult, like the fact that I'm seeing more of my people-pleasing tendencies. So just be aware that when you're like closing out these cycles, like be patient with yourself because when your intuitive abilities increase, you'll start to see all the lower vibrational dense energies within you. And it can make you feel like you're taking a step back. It can make you feel like, oh, I'm not as strong as where I thought I was or I'm not as advanced or whatever kind of words you use in your head, it's going to make you feel it's gonna make you feel those energies so you can release them. And sometimes it can take some time. Especially if they've been dormant and they've been, you know, embedded in you since childhood. It could take some days or weeks or even some months. I feel like I've been releasing these this fear of what people think of me and these people pleasing tendencies for years now. <laughs> because they were such a huge part of who I was as a child. I almost don't even know who I am without people pleasing. I'm learning. I'm learning who I am without that. And it sounds crazy, but I think when you're so used to making other people happy before you, you just think that's who you are. So be patient with yourself as your intuition arises, it like rises up and heightens. Because while there's blessings that come with that, sometimes it's, it's there to help you become aware of whatever trauma is within you that is ready to be looked at deeper and reflected upon and meditate you know meditate with it and talk to your body and and i hope this is making sense <laughs> like sit with it i'm sitting with some of this pain right now i've been sitting with it but it's good cuz i know it's coming up to to leave I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll sit with it. Hopefully, we're not that much longer, but I'll sit with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I love it. So, anyways, I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me on my podcast. Oh, it's two, two, two. Let me know if you guys want me to talk about anything in particular on my podcast. Like, shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Voicey the mother of tarot. Let me know what you guys want to hear. Um, Yeah. Or if you just want to send me a message and say what's up, I'm all about it. Sending love to you guys. I'll see you next time.